Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. On my podcast today is Ron Cruz of Ron Cruz Art. Peace, brother. How you doing? Peace. So let's get right into it. What got you into art? Um, I was born with the, the desire to like draw. And when I was able to see like what my hands can produce it was, you know, attractive. And so I just, it was like this reciprocal thing. Like I did it and it fed me. And I, you know, so it was like, it started like that. Like I didn't, I didn't jumpstart it. I, I would say God gave me that gift. Okay. Around what age was that for you? I knew it for sure in first grade. I knew it for sure in first grade. It was, there was an art contest and I drew a realistic uh, horse. I put a unicorn on him. And um, I submitted it. And when I did, they didn't believe I drew it. Because mm. it was like like in the style that I draw now, like realistic. And and so that 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 um that one drawing just really uh as far as I can remember, I'm sure there was prior events, but I, not that I can recollect like the one I could this one with the unicorn. Okay, but I was in first grade, so I'm about six or six, maybe seven, because I, I got held back in first grade, switching from public to to parochial school. Okay, okay. So that was your first draw on a horse, and that you turned into a unicorn, or a horse that you gave a a, a horn. Um, a horse that I gave a horn. Okay, all right. And they didn't believe that you drew that. Of course, like they don't believe kids can do things like that, right? So as so your, I was, I was a minority there. Um, most, wow. most of the other students were, you know, um, Caucasian. And so, so perhaps that had something to do with it. My, my older brother was a knucklehead. So, um, maybe they kind of viewed me as like some mischievous kid submitting somebody else's art, trying to get the, the, the reward or whatnot. And so they asked me, so in front of my parents, I had my parents come in and it was like, okay, he really drew that, make him draw something right now. And so I started drawing stick figures and like a happy, like people have holding hands and just, you know, smiley faces, simple. I didn't know that they wanted me to, to emulate the same thing that I had three days in my house to do. I had a reference drawing, which means I can look at the drawing, draw, look at the drawing, draw. From imagination, I'm not terrific. You know, that's, that's not where my strength is at. My strength is at like looking, analyzing and reproducing. Mm -hmm. And so... And so it was very different if you look at the arts. And I and I do abstract art. I, do, I don't just do hyper-realism. But that's to say that they didn't believe me and they gave me like a participation reward. And uh, my parents, you know, kind of like huffed about it. And 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 they were so always, always at odds, the school with my parents. And anyway, you know. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, there's, there's always issues with that, especially when you're coming up around people who don't understand you. Uh, I can relate to certain situations like that myself, having a certain teacher that can't believe that you're really good at math and that you have to cheat off somebody else's test. Well, you couldn't be doing that. Well, you had to be teaching uh, using someone else's paper and, and then they'll fail you or whatever it is. So I, I totally get it. Where was this? Where was this uh, early on? Where was this happening? Was this in uh, New York or Chicago? Where were you at when this? When I was this born and raised in New York City and this was in the Bronx. OK. Um, and so, yeah, and it was it was back. I'm 47 now, so that was about 40 years ago. The school has since went out of business, shut down, like many Catholic schools have. 
And I would say for good reason. But, you know, that story, like, I, I think my parents uh, held the the entirety of this, the truth of the story from me. Um, but I learned it later. And like, I learned what the adults were talking about later. And because I remember I'm six. And uh, I think that just motivated me. Like, I never like was like I hated on. In fact, what that does now, if you look at my uh, drawings, you'll see that they're, for the most part, um, all show the progress of it. Like, I always show the, the stages. Because mm -hmm. if I just show the finished product, you know, I don't want to have to go through. That's just a photo. Or there's some cheating behind. Oh, there's, you know, su such and such. So I make it a point to do, like, time lapse videos. And, and I want to be more about that. Because not just to prove, but to show and to teach. You know, people can learn, you know, as you do, rather than just to show them the finished product. So so there's multi-purpose is why, uh, you know, I show progress shots. Yeah, I love when I love when artists do that when they show the progression and the layers to everything that they did. It you know it gives you a it, it makes you feel like you were there. It makes you feel like you're a part of the process because you get to see the step by step of how you got to where you were, uh, where the where the painting where the drawing started and then where it ended up the finished product. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and and I think you know I've been I've been teaching now fifteen years, and so it's also in, in my in my. Um, in my lifestyle, you know, in a way where I don't just like produce, like, for example, I taught math for five years and I would always show how to get to, you know, solve the problem. And so you do the steps. So it was always something I did and, and I don't mind doing, I wanted to be a teacher since I was a kid. So I don't mind um, at all. In fact, I, I, I prefer, I prefer to show than not show. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So you you wanted to teach since you were a kid. What was the what was the inclination that made you want to do that? I think Miss Hamilton, this woman who was my sixth grade teacher, wonderful, 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 and she was really good to me. My friend, my best friend, Rashid Vitalis, and she just treated us so good, and wasn't like you you felt like true love, no discrimination, and um, encouragement, and like how can I put it? Like didn't hold back from, yo, bro, you don't do that. You know, don't, don't freaking roll up. Don't do that. Like I was like one time in sixth grade, I rolled up a dollar bill and there was some chalk dust along the, uh, the ledge. Cause they oh, was using chalk back then, not the dry erase markers. And I goofed around. Like I was, you know, taking a snort mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I saw it in movies. I was snorting cocaine. <laughs> it's great. Nor do I now, but, uh, but she just, you know, gave me a firm, like, you know, yeah, some dis some discipline. Yeah, another time she threw the eraser at me and the dryer, and I knew she meant well. So she encouraged me. Want me? I think she indirectly made me want to be like her in a way, like I would make kids feel the way she made me feel. Yeah, salute to all the teachers out there, man, because that is a very hard job and a very tough job to do. Uh, I had a chance to do some substitute teaching uh, years ago, and you find out that there are kids that really do want to learn. But you also find out there are kids that need some extra help. You know, they need some extra discipline. And it's very hard on teachers, you know, when you have to when you can't just teach the kids, but you have to be disciplinarians and babysitters as well. So teachers yeah. do not get paid enough for what they do, man. They need to be rewarded correctly for that job. Yeah, especially the disciplinarian job. I mean, you know, you're really there to teach a subject and the content and to answer questions and to, you know, create this wonder in children and this curiosity. And, and those, when it, when that happens, it's like you, 
I don't need to get paid for this. This is just fun, you know? But a good portion of it, Matthew, is just a lot of like, I told you to sit down, you know, why don't you, and it's just that kind of thing. And it's just, some kids are really just, um, you know, want to be unteachable. Yeah. Like, no, don't teach me, I'll teach you, in fact, you know? And so, so it, it gets to a point where if your heart's not in it as a teacher um, and you feel like you're going to hurt someone emotionally or just, you know, verbally, uh, it's time to go. It's time yeah. to go. And so, and so that's where I was at. I was like, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get like snide with these kids. I don't want to get sarcastic and, you know, I want to, I want to leave. Well, I want to leave these kids love me and they see me in the street. They hug me. And I want to leave with a good legacy. And, and so now I'm teaching senior citizens and I absolutely love it. You know, senior citizens, meaning like people 60 and above. So that's really cool. It's just a few hours a week. And then the other hours I'm here in my studio producing, you know, artwork and, and I'm trying to make a life of it. It's a struggle because, you know, I only work for one. I only work seven hours a week. The other thing is I'm not always selling artwork. You know, I wish I was, but I think all good things in time. All good things, man. Like you said earlier, uh, it's about if you don't love it, don't do it. You know, and it, of course, what we what we see from you is that it's something that you do do love. So it's only a matter of time, you know. Sooner, yeah, you know so, what? Sooner, is that what happened in my lifetime, Matthew? You know, I'm gonna die trying, and I feel also that that I'm not like um, being irrational, trying to 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 fulfill that that dream and make it to you know come to fruition i don't think that's that's like um irrational no it's not it's not you know you're doing what but you're doing what you love you're doing what you love and that's all that counts so so we as we're progressing you uh five years old six years old you you, you drew your first picture that, that no one believed by the time you're in high school do you do you know that art is definitely the thing for you I went to high school of art and design and okay. when I was when I was in high school and towards the tail end of mid, middle school, which is seventh eighth grade, I was already getting into, you know, puff puff pass and and women and well, not really women, but girls. Um, and it was just my um how can I say what I was attracted to changed, you know, like before I was attracted to, you know, reading and, and, and doing excellent work and cleaning and, and music and drawing. And, and then, you know, when the cigarettes came along and weed came along and, you know, the, the, the uh, girls became more appealing, my attention sort of sh shifted and I didn't balance it well enough because there's nothing wrong with, you know, a little entertainment and, and, fun but imbalance it can lead to it can lead to just unwanted problems yeah yeah i think well everyone has to experience something like that right before they find their true discipline and their true nature into what they want to do so it, it, it happens it true. happens it's, it's you know some people don't bounce back from it some people just is a keep on like a downward spiral you know it's just like it, it doesn't you know the plane don't take off. It just sometimes crash, and you see yeah. like so much lost talent. You know, lives gone too fast, and and so it's not like a a sure thing that things are going to pick up. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to be more you know um, proactive about that, and not just sort of like again to use that word happenstance. Like it just happened. You know, like I want to be about that so that it can I can generate that. Yeah. 
Well, it's just, you know, it's also about, you know, not only just doing the work, but getting out and, and being around that type of network where you can uh, establish yourself as in the artist community, I should say. So Instagram, Instagram has been monumental with that, you know, okay. like, I'm up to like almost 65 K followers. And so that network is a network I would never have, you know, um, I should say never, but unlikely to have that kind of connection between myself as, as an artist and people who are interested. And so I'm very grateful for Instagram and, and that's yeah. how I network. Most times I'm just kind of like in my studio, I don't re I'm sociable, but I don't do that, you know, like club stuff anymore. I did enough for several lifetimes. Yeah, well, and it doesn't have to be like the, the the club stuff, but just being out around the art artist community and networking with others True. to make sure that you can, you know, be around the sculptors or people that are using the same mediums as you you do, um, and, and other artists like that. What right. made you What made you choose Prismacolors? Um, I think I got introduced to it young, uh, and the softness of it. If you use not Prismacolor uh, Scholar, but you use the Premier, which is a soft core. Um, you, 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 once you experience that, it's like, you can experience other stuff mm -hmm. and you still have it in your mind. Like, yo, that other stuff was good though. And so you keep, you know, if you can afford it, you go back to it. Yeah. Prisma colors are awesome. And I remember, uh, getting my first set in high school and I was hooked after that, you know, cause you can use it like the crayon, but then if you press on it just hard enough, you can get that nice, fresh pastel uh smooth yeah. color on it yeah it's just yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, yeah. thing and i think my Yo. my before that i think i had the, the spectrum colors or something i think that was the other the other set i haven't heard of that one that's a nice name though yeah um but luminance like this layer up here okay is more expensive than prismacolor oh and it's better better in not every way but you know, like pound for pound, like it got the edge and okay. therefore it's more expensive. But, you know, once you use them, you'll see, you know, and and additionally, they work like super well with the uh, Prismacolor. Like my latest, my latest three drawings um, have been a mixture of the two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so they do mix well then? Yeah. Like, like perfect. Okay. I was I'm curious about that because usually if I if I hear people say Prisma colors they just stick to that I didn't know that luminance was a was a thing that you could mix with them. Now, I discovered this. I would say, let me see, um, three drawings ago, this woman, an artist, uh, recommended this one to me. This is Derwent drawing from Derwent. That's the brand Derwent, and this brand. Um, says drawing ivory black. Mm. This is the blackest black. The softest black. A must have if you have Prismacolor because Prismacolor black is super good and you want to use it, you know, because not this whole sweater is black, but you can see I wouldn't use the darkest black over here as I would, you know, nothing's fully black unless you found a couple spots. But if you get those couple spots that are super duper black, this is the one. Okay. And it goes over everything because it's like so soft, like butter. Okay. Okay. I forgot what the blackest black was. Uh, uh, astrophysicist told me. I forgot. It's, it's Avant Black or something like that. I forgot what it's called. But it's like those, it's so rich and, and, and dark and silky, man. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. beautiful color. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, there was on Instagram too. This guy was promoting it. Um, 
like the black is black or something like that. But that's, but for, for color pencils, I would recommend that one. I think the other one is like a paint that you can paint on. Okay. But uh, again, mine's is just purely color pencils. No paint. The only time I use a spray is at the very end. I use a clear spray to coat it. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it keeps the colors from fading, protects it from UV lighting, yes. and it prevents wax bloom. You know, people who use color pencils like Prismacolor made out of wax, over a few weeks, there's this there's this layer that builds up and it's like cloudy. It's like film. It's 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 on the white side. And so that coat of wax bloom over some blacks or whatever colors dilutes your work. And it's non-intentional. Like you don't want that to happen. You didn't plan right. for that. To happen. And so to prevent that from building up the wax bloom, um, spraying it is another reason that one should spray. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I want to say this about the spraying too. I use matte spray, which means it has no shine at all. And what that does is it allows you to view the artwork from different angles without having like a glare, you know, like the, okay. the, the light glare. So matte, I coat it with that. Okay. Okay. Did your parents draw? Were they, were they, were they in the artist field? My mom was a beautician her whole life. Uh, my brother's a barber. Uh, my dad was like a politician, but like like active, you know, like he would do stuff around the house and make it look cool. But uh, no, they, my, my, my dad took me to like art shops, you know, growing up buying oil paint because I, I always watched Bob Ross on television and he's the guy with the big Afro happy trees. Yeah. yeah. And so like that was something that I liked. I liked you know, to do using oil paint and canvas and, you know, that kind of thing. And he, he, he supported that. And that was cool. And I try to do that with my children and and my students, you know, like provide them with the tools and, and, and resources. Did you see the Bob Ross documentary? I think that was on Hulu or Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. The one on Mr. Rogers was was even good too. I have to see the one on Mr. Rogers, but that one on Bob Ross, man, to see what ended up happening to, to him and the way they kind of like, pushed him out the way of everything was that's tre- just treacherous the way they that the way they, the way they did it you know it's pretty treacherous so we move on to you wh- when did you st- decide to start creating a name for yourself on, on ig did you just say i'm just gonna throw my, my art up there and just go from there whatever happens happens i had drawn this um pigeon <clears throat> you know i like birds i like pigeons I feed them in the park and i have birds at home and stuff and so I drew this pigeon and I, and I'm, it turned out nicer than I was sort of expecting in a way. And so people were like, who knew me and, and, and um, had seen it suggested that I reach out to like staple. And I was like, I never heard of that. And have you heard of staple pigeon? No, not at all. Oh, it's a clothing brand. And, um, and I did, and they asked me if I had social media. This I think this was back in 2017. And so I opened up an Instagram account just to upload that one um, painting that I was hoping that, you know, they have an interest in and, and purchase. We wound up doing some business together, so that was cool. And they promoted my work on their page, and they had, you know, over 100, 200K followers. So it created some momentum. And and that, that, that sort of was like, yo, I was teaching full-time, going to school at night. And so I had hardly time to draw, but I had the summers off. And sometimes I would, you know, uh, keep myself busy, you know, painting and that kind of thing. And and so 
from 2017 when I got Instagram and I'm also teaching art. But when you teach art, you don't really have time to create art. So anyway, I don't want to deviate too much, but I think I answered your question, right? And then so. 2017. Yeah, that's when you started creating. From creating that account, getting up to 65,000 followers, how many have you had? Have you had good success with doing commission work? Or do you I've even take commission? commission? Okay. Only two. So, I mean, I would call it good because one sold for like 15K and the other one sold for 10K. So that's good. Mm -hmm. But I'd, I'd rather not take commissions because I'm afraid that the money may entice me to do something I don't really want to do. Mm. And, and I don't. So the reason I took those two commissions, because I've, I've been offered other you know, opportunities, but it was like a, a, a retro shoe. Um, the mags was, and I liked that. I was talking about back to the future and a lot of things connected that made me take, say yes to that one. And that was cool. And then the skunk dunks, um, a 420 sneaker, you know about that sneaker? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That went to a, a weed museum in New York city, first weed museum. And they, you know, reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to draw the sneaker. And I was like, yeah, I like it. I like that sneaker. It's a, it's, it's a cool sneaker. It's it's decent money. And that's that happened. But only two commissions. Only two commissions. So you're not are, you're not interested in trying to do more? I, I understand you saying you don't want to be enticed to do something uh th that's not that's that you don't love, but at the same time, just like just doing a commit doing commissions, period. I'm sure there's something out there that you might want to do. Yeah, I mean, there's things that I sort of like wish for, you know, like. Uh, I wish that I could do something with like Curry's shoe that he'd be like, yo, Ron, you know, I would like for you to such and such um, or or some of that caliber who I don't feel like I have to always shortchange myself on what I'm trying to sell my work for because money's not that kind of a, a issue with it. But if I'm spending two, three months on a piece, like, you know, I don't want less than minimum wage at least. And if you do the math on minimum wage per hour, per hour what I spend on my drawings, they wind up in the thousands. So it's not like I'm, I'm just saying, oh, I'm mad nice. Give me, you know, I'm doing the math too with, based on numbers. In fact, I'm already pretty get, getting minimum wage. So it's not like I'm trying to like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Art. I do print sometimes. I do print. So I don't really have to deal with, I'm just trying to cater to the, you know, the the the, the high end folks. And I do prints when I have them and I sell them for a hundred bucks or sometimes two for a hundred. And okay. they dope. They look just like the real thing. They signed and numbered comes with a certificate of authenticity, comes with a sticker. And I put a lot of love into it. So, but I don't, I'm so bad. So that's cool. Are you a fellow sneakerhead? Uh, I like, I like like attractive things. Okay. And it turns out the, the attention that sneakers get because athletes are, are running in them and they're, these are just, you know, VIP athletes. So they put a lot of like, like mental power into those things more than I would say any other accessory. Um, and so that I'm attracted to, you know, like, wow, you know, if you look, you learn about the soul in the air force one and why it's circular, it helps them pivot and, and that kind of thing. And so that, I don't know, I just appreciate the artistry. I appreciate the, the level of, of, of thought and creativity that they instill in these things. And, and so that kind of makes me a sneakerhead. Okay. All right. What's what's your favorite pair of sneakers that you have? Oh, yeah, for sure. The black patent leather Jordan ones. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of pairs. And um, they go with everything. I get compliments on them 
all the time because it's just so good looking. You know, since they're like a deep black and they're super wet, shiny, it looks like you see yourself off of it. It's never just black. You get all of these sort of, you know, colors that move since it's patent leather. It feels like you're just like a superhero or something. Yeah, th those uh, <laughs> first, what, 11 to 12 pairs of designs that they did for Jordan and his his shoes were probably the best sh shoes ever, man. Yeah. They, the they 20 was dope. The 20 was dope. It had some patent leather in it, too. Okay. But the 20 is dope, the XX. Yeah, I, I don't think I went past, I don't think I went past either 12 or 13. I don't I don't think I got a shoe after that. Yeah. I, had, yeah, I, was, yeah. I don't think that I ever could afford them. Like, uh, you know, some shoes now I cannot afford. I, I Like, my process is I take my camera and I take a picture of the shoe. I do all the, you know, fancy lighting. I, I, I make it look good with the contrast and the angle. Take a picture. Mm -hmm. I put the picture on my screen and then I start, you know, just looking at drawing, looking, drawing, looking, drawing. And, but I take, it starts with a shot. So I got to have the shoe to shoot. Like I don't want to draw somebody else's shot. And so sometimes there's a shoe I want to draw, but I can't afford it. So that's one good thing about networking too. Like, you know, somebody who knows somebody, you know, and that's cool. Yeah, that, that has to be a, a really good thing where you can walk into a sneaker store and tell them, hey, can I can I take a, a couple of photos of that of that shoe? That hasn't you? happened yet. I don't I don't no? have that. Kind of you haven't done that yet. I thought you'd have done that by I, now, man. It's usually like a friend of a friend, you know, like and I have a couple of friends that collect sneakers. Some people have like warehouses, but um, I can't always get what I want. I, I want to draw so so bad right now, Matthew, but there's nothing on my canvas, you know, like there's nothing here yeah. on the drawing board. Because I want to draw three sneakers that I can't afford. Believe it or not, they only cost like four hundred bucks, mm. but I can't afford them. And so I got to wait and do other creative things to keep my mind from going, you know, south. Who are some of the top, or not top? Who are some of the artists that you like to uh, pay attention to? <sighs> That's tough, bro. Because I want to say I'm in the lead. Um, so. I don't like looking back too much, you know, because that might slow me down. But based on what I've seen, mm -hmm. I'm lead. Okay. So I'm not really paying attention. There's this one, there's this one artist that draws sneakers too. And I look at it, I'm like, nah. Like, it's like, yo, that's the G League, bro. Mm. <laughs> I'm an all-star in the NBA. What are you doing? So um that can get out of hand uh but but truth be told i'm in the lead okay so you're not so okay so what inspires in all fairness matthew pardon the interruption in all fairness all right. if you find someone on the instagram or on so on anywhere on the internet that in the medium that i use color pencil mm -hmm. the content that i draw sneakers if there's someone better like please let me know because not that I want to knock them down. I, I like looking up too. Like I like Kobe Bryant. I like Michael Jordan. I like Steph Curry. I'm, not that I'm a, like I'm competing athletically basketball with them, but I like being inspired by greatness. I like, I read the whole Mamba mentality and that was terrific. You know, it just helps you think like a, like a, like a stronger person. So it, it could be art. Like I have this artist this, that I love, but he draws watercolor, he, but he blows me out the box in terms of his understanding of color. Like I'm a master. This first of all, this like novice, you know, um, 
like amateur and uh, expert and then like master. Mm-hmm. I'm a master. But then there's grandmaster and there's like special grandmaster and then there's like a wizard. This dude is, I would say, like super grandmaster, like almost hitting wizard. He's older, but I think you have to be that old to get, unless you're a real, like what they call those uh, people, savant or something. Mm-hmm. Like they're born, they can play the like so, one years old. So, so that would be a person to be inspired by then, right? Oh, and I am. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. But in for in the work that I do, like I thought you I thought you was asking me like in my no, you know, no, not, 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 not what you do. Just overall, like, where do you, who do you look at and say, man, this guy's inspiring. Or I like the work. Well, oh, this, this one guy guy from from Nigeria, Orenze Stanley, um, he does powerful pieces. Let me show you what his pieces. This is a print. This ain't the original, but, and this is drawn in pencil. Oh man, that's crazy. That inspires me. This he's a great person too. He's a terrific, wonderful person, the artist. Uh let's see, is that him? That might be him, actually. Yeah. That might be him. He does some self-portraits and but oftentimes he draws other people and they're very strong, 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 strong pieces. Yeah, that's a that's a strong one. I like that one. I like the expression of that one. Yeah, it's just it's who inspires you. It doesn't have to be in the same field as you, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, um, for sure. Those guys, and they are better at their craft than I am in mine. Mm-hmm. And so, and I know that. And there's people who are much better at their craft in regards to art than I am. So don't misunderstand me on that um, aspect. It was more so like color pencil. That's got to be one. Like, to be fair, you got to be in the same medium. And mm-hmm. then the second thing is um, to do a fair comparison, you got to be a sh- footwear. Because sometimes people draw portraits and they get into the pores and they do all those little hairs and that's and that's cool. And there's some really great people who do that as well. But I would say for color pencil, um, I'm probably in the top five on on that I know of in the planet. And in terms of like the content that I draw, like I think I'm in the lead. I haven't seen better. And you do a really good job on the detail. Your detail is very is very good. I was watching how you were using the exacto knife and 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 shading in as well. I was like, man, this is, this dude is very meticulous, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate what you do. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So and I don't mean to come off as as uh, pompous, but I'm just trying to keep it as real as possible. No, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You know, uh, you got to you got to speak things into existence, or you got to speak it speak them as they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't mind yeah. it. I don't mind it. I think I'm good at what I do. Say what? Like you don't gotta rehearse the truth, you know. It's just like it's just you just say it, you just speak it. Yeah. Like I think I think I'm good at what I do, and I'm just on, I'm only gonna get better. So you know. What do you do? I'm a, I do I do this podcast, but I also uh, work for a living as well. I work in finance. Okay. Yeah. And you saying you like good in finance and the podcast, or you feel like this one is better than the other? I'm good at uh at the uh what I do in finance too. They'll tell you that. People will tell you that. Yeah, and you said your math teachers thought they would you were cheating because you're so good in math. So I'm sure you're pretty good in finance. I'm all right. I'm you know I do well, but uh, this is the one of the other things that I would like to be good at as well too. That's cool, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
the amount of guests that I've I've started to get at the the curiosity and intrigue from different guests like yourself and others who who I've had on here have sparked uh my interest in doing this more and more and, and it just continues to grow and I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, and um I'm trying to just, you know, share my time with you and um give you as much as, you know, I I think that I should share. I'm not sure who your audience is. Um I I don't think that you know, my audience probably will see this unless some, you know, some it, it gets out some way and and it's known and they use some clips for whatever reason. The but, clips, um, yeah, I'll I'll clip it up. It'll it'll turn into clips and all type of stuff later on. Cool, cool, cool. And I hope you know I, I'm helping someone. That, you know. <laughs> do you do you plan on teaching like a, a course of your own? I was fixing to, and I got all these cameras and lights, and that's why you know some of this place is like lit the way it is. I got this light over here. I got this light over here, and you know I bought an extra camera and mic and all this other stuff. I don't have a mic now, but I was like, yo, I taught for so many years in the classroom. Do I really want to? And I don't think for me, I live by anything worth doing is worth doing well. And I don't like having that on my shoulders that I did some mediocre stuff, you know? So I don't see me really having that kind of course. I can do this and I can give tips, but mm -hmm. and I can teach seniors, but I kind of rather, you know, be able to fly like this. Yeah, I lose you. No, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, hear but me. oh no, all the back. Oh, I see what happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. It just it just knocked me out or whatever. So, uh -huh. uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, being from New York, how much of a Knicks fan are you? I want to be a Knicks fan, but I don't try to waste my time. Like, like I've been paying attention lately to Jalen Brunson. He wears the the sneakers I drew. Recently, Josh Hart is another one. He wears the sneakers that I drew a lot. Um, and sometimes I'm interested in a player just for odd reasons, like Mano Ginobili, because it reminded me of um, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant a little bit, the way he moved and same height. But Knicks don't really, like, they don't do it for me like the Warriors or San Antonio did or the Mavs do. Or, like, like I'm a, I like players, too, and I mm -hmm. follow them. Like Tracy McGrady, if he's on, I'll watch him and, you know, like that. Like when Michael's on the court, I, I wasn't really watching the whole game. My eyes was just like on him. So it's like a lot of players that are like. Yeah, that guy ran the game when he was around. I like Randolph when he wants to play because um, he could just, if he decides he wants to turn it on, he can just like easy 40 on you. What? Like nightly. But he's a little passive sometimes, man. You talking about uh, Randall? Yes. Yeah, Julius. Yeah. Um. I would like to see him do more scoring in the paint and then to the outside. You know, if he if he if he built his game around going 17 and in and then going outside like a mixture of things, you know, he could he could he could be a lot more dominant or maybe they just don't run that type of uh, system for him. But um, I would like and to see that from him because, you know, he, he has what seems to be like a, a a bully game where he could just take over games a lot. But I don't. Not if he plays Zion Williams. Did you see that game where he played Zion Williams? No, I didn't see that. One. I didn't see that. One. <laughs> oh, he was getting bullied the whole game. It was like, oh wow, they let him live through this. But um, that made me see Julius Randolph a little, a little bit in a different light, man. I was okay. Like, and I see him in person. Another one of my friends. He's a real good artist. He carves. He does art out of wood, and um, he submitted the artwork for to Julius Randall. And big dude, nice guy. 
I, I want to like him, but I don't know. Wait, you No, no. I'm from Chicago, man. Don't do that. Okay, okay. <laughs> don't do that. Well, Chicago's <laughs> got a history against the Knicks. If, yeah, you know. we got a pretty good history against you guys. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Some great games, great rivalry. Really How great long have you been in Chicago? Hmm? How long? How long have you been in Chicago? Uh, 36 years of my life, 35 or 36 years of my life. Is that the entirety of your life? No, I'm uh, in my 40s. Okay. <laughs> I'm in my 40s. Come on, bro. How old are you? 42. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't good. mind saying it. I don't mind saying it. Like, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I lived in different. Uh, you don't spots. mind showing it too. Look at you. No, nah, man, I love this. I love this shit. Hey, at one point in time, you know, there there are several people that would tell you, we didn't think he would make it to to, to be this age. You know, I I, was, I had a little bit of a problem out here. So, uh, to make it to this age and 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 be where I am and be around people who made it with me, you know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, and now we're just cherishing every day and, and living each day and. And 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 loving each blessing that comes with it, so it's it's an awesome thing. Cool. Yeah, really, I'm really. I'm doing that for sure. Yeah, really enjoying it. You know, life is a uh, is so much different when you're not angry at we're not angry at the world and you're not angry at people for no reason. You know, you you kind of look at things differently and you talk to people differently. You know, uh, you see things through a different lens when you're when you're able to process. And it's not misplaced anger. Like you're able to talk to people differently and you're able to get with other people and network. And, and there are people that can actually help you out instead of you being so upset that you turn people off just because you are angry. So uh, life is life is so much better, man. I'm so appreciative of, of these moments. Again, sitting here talking with you and and learning, learning different things about your art and, and everything else that I've, I've been uh blessed to see and be a part of so it's it's awesome and being a part you know uh uh, uh part of the artist community as well uh some of my friends michael coppage vita shell Kenyon uh billups and so many others that are part of stacy mckinney that are part of the artist community so it's um it's a wonderful thing man i'm i'm, en I'm enjoying it i'm enjoying everybody's success and i'm enjoying my own success at the same time so it's it's a it's a blessing for me you know yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. What I haven't done is uh had people keep telling you, you need to have kids, you need to have kids, man. If that happens, that happens. If it don't, it don't, you know. So having nieces well, and nephews is cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um I mean I had my first kid at 19 and Okay. Um, you know, it was deliberate, but the marriage didn't work out, and he's 28 now and you know, we cool, but it, 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 if it doesn't, like, you should really have it with some, I don't know, man. I, my, my my other two kids, I have with my wife now, I've been with 21 years, and and that's good, but. Yeah, I, I've, I've always, and that was one of the things I've always said, I want to be a, a very responsible situation where me and the person have agreed uh, that this is what we're going to do, and we're not just going to be uh, in a relationship, but there's going to be a business partnership, a companionship, friendship, like, we, we're going to have to really get to know each other and build. And, and be able to fight through the storms together. So it's just not something I just want to be shacked up with somebody and just knocking out babies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this, this, it should be delivered. It should be, it should be, I don't know. If if you can help it, it should be on purpose. Absolutely. And and this life is this life is uh hard as as it is on people, you know. So you don't want to be stressed out and 
bogged down to something that you know is already just you're already working trying to provide a living but you know you don't want to be in a situation where it just just doesn't work out you know yep not if you can help it right yeah i would rather be with somebody long long term or something short just because of, of of a moment a flee a fleeting moment you know yeah yeah cool are you are you a book reader um i would say i'm i am a book collector <laughs> uh -huh. okay okay but um I don't read as much as I want to. Uh, this is a terrific book, though. One of my students, 98 years old, recommended this book to me. Color um, pencils. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm the master of color pencils. I ain't gonna learn nothing here. In my mind, All I right. was blown away on page one, two, three, four. I've been blown away almost every page. Terrific. I really recommend it. And that's probably why they recommended it to you as well. Because it was like, well, you, you're good, but there are still things that you can learn. Yeah. I, and that's one of the beauties of having senior citizens as a as students, you know, having a 98-year-old, 94-year-old. And these guys, these are like not nursing homes. These are like uh, uh, senior centers where they have different activities, yoga and, and computers. I teach them computers as well, like different groups of people. Um, but working with that age you know that you pick up on some of their wisdom and and i and, I, and it hum it is very humbling what's is there a certain sculpture or or person or painting a uh, per person or a sculpture that you would like to uh draw a certain image well i did draw a sculpture i drew david by michelangelo okay on the new york post when they collaborated with supreme and I drew that statue, which took me 50 hours just on the hair alone. Just um, on the hair? Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I drew a statue. And then I drew him holding some Chicago's. <laughs> I'll put it up on my page. I should put it back up on my page. I've seen the one with, I think I've seen that one with, with Kobe on there, which was, was, was. Yeah, was, that was, was a beautiful scene. I did like 12 of those. That was beautiful, man. Thank you. I did MLK. I did MJ. I did John Lennon. I did Luke Skywalker. I did C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, Barbara Kruger. J.R. Smith. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. When you choose, how do you choose your art? Like, do, do you just pick one? Do you know what you, what you're looking for? Does it? How does it? How does it happen for you when you're choosing your your art uh, your subjects? I would say most time it chooses me in a way, and I just sort of like like gravitate towards it. Sometimes you know, like like for example, I want to draw the copper foam posits or the copper flight posits. I want to draw. Um, the Nike Air Max Plus Hyper Blue. And and I and I could have a few more I want to say, but the point is like the color, the shape, the angle that I had it, and I had it because I liked the way it looked. So a lot of that is because like I like the way it looks. Like I have to find it attractive, you know. I try to draw the panda dunks, but the leather on that is so cheap. I was like, nah. The panda dunks. The I'll stay away from those, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. I do too. Um, but Air Force Ones was another sneaker I thought was like, that's kind of like, why is everybody rocking these, you know, Air Force Ones? But I I um I bought a pair. I knew I was not gonna wear them. I, so I bought my wife's size 
and I shot them. That's why I bought them to shoot them because I had to have the shoot. And then I gave it to her and, and, you know, I learned from drawing it that, wow, no one, I see the hype now. You know, like, and, but the quality of the shoe was good. The Panda Dunks, I shot it and I couldn't draw it. I was like, whack leather. <laughs> yeah, I never, I don't think I, I don't, I don't, ain't no think I do not have a pair of the Pandas at all. How about Air Force Ones? No. Ever? Ever, yes. I used, to, I used to have a gang of those, but then you just, it, it becomes a thing where, okay, everybody has that particular shoe, so let me get away from that and to get off into something different, like a Presto, a Nike Presto or something like that. So that became one of my favorite shoes. How about to these days? Uh, Still the Presto? No, the uh, the Dunks, SB Dunks. Which, which like, colorway? uh the so my a cup two of my favorites are the uh crab the uh, white and the crab orange and then the okay. all the all orange I'll, I'll show them to you i'll send you pictures of them. oh is that the one they put the rubber band around uh um, the, the, the nose of the sneaker it comes with a rubber band around did it come no, with a rubber band no okay no no i'll, I'll send you crab, pictures of them. these crab dunks that they sell them with the you know because they're on the real crabs you know how they put the rubber band yeah so the so they don't open up the claws up and, and, and pinch. Yeah, yeah. So they sell the sneaker like that too. I didn't know about that one. That's that's pretty that's pretty dope too. I had to look into that. But yeah, I'll send you a picture of what I'm talking about. You will be like, oh and then those the second ones. one? The uh they're both uh I think SBs, blazers or something like that, or the dunks. Uh and they, they're like uh the crab color. They're crab colors. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Crab colors like a what? Peach oatmeal or what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. like a like a like a salmon color or something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, two of my favorite pairs. Uh, what else? Um, I have a pair of what is it? Cherry wood and gray. Uh, uh, what are they? Uh, MJ MJ's first shoe, the first the first one that he did, cherry wood, mm -hmm. and, and those are one of my favorite shoes as well. So, yeah. I got a couple of sneaker books that I, you know, like I have a pretty vast library. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I said, I like to collect books, but I really had to go in. Some, not all of them have I finished, you know, but some ones that I'm really looking to get into is the ultimate sneaker book um, and soul. But I want to get more and really read them and just really grow my 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 knowledge about the things that I want to learn about. Just sometimes I find myself, you know, pivoting and doing something that's not really fruitful is that something that you would like to get into like doing a, a sneaker collab with uh one of the uh designers shoe designers the guy who drew uh kobe Bryant, lebron james and kevin durant sneakers just reached out to me on instagram a few days ago and he said first he followed me and then he said uh uh you do amazing work and i said um wow just the fact that you followed me was big you know, thanks for the compliment mm -hmm. as well. Of course, brother, you know, let's, let's think about a collab. And uh, so that might lead to something. It should. Or might not, but it he's should. like pretty notable. And that would be cool. You know, the guy who designs LeBron James, Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant sneakers. What? 
Not all of them, but a good many, especially LeBron James. Listen, the fact that he reached out to you says a lot. So I'm quite sure in the future you guys will be teaming up to do some some good work. I can't wait to see it. I look forward to seeing it. I, I, I'm not going to say I can't wait. I look forward to seeing it. <laughs> cool. Got to be careful of the words that you put out there, you know? You're right. You're right. Got to be very careful of the things that you say. We are casting spells when we speak, so you got to be very careful and knowledgeable. Right, 100%. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, what about T-shirts? Would you ever do T-shirts, T-shirt designs? I did the uh, Chicago ones on a T-shirt. I didn't do it, but there was a company reached out to me, and they was wanting to do, like, prints of my work, and um, and they took care of the cost, and they sent me the products, and I signed them, and they did shirts, and they sent me one. It was cool, um, but, eh. Like, I'd rather just do, like, you know, let me show you this real quick. You can see this. Uh, okay, so, yeah, something like this. Like, it's just, you know, art. Uh -huh. You know, like fine art. I'd rather just stick to, like, fine art and okay. not... I try to do stickers, and I always, like, try to sell them, like, five bucks, four bucks, and that was cool. But now I just give them to people, or I include them in the print, like... I don't know. I'm, I'm learning as I go. What's the biggest piece you've done? In size? Uh, probably, let's see. Let's see. I think it might be because the page may be the same. Okay. Like, let's say you, you're working on a page, you know, 100 inch each side. If you do a little dot in the center versus somebody using all of the space, mm -hmm. but on average, about this size, 22 by 30. I'm going to turn off this light here. Hang on one second. Do your thing. This is going to cast some color that is unintentional. And make this a little brighter. This probably is my largest. Okay. You're see how big it is as compared to me. You know, or stuff in the room. Uh, yeah, because that look at this one is about the same size. The next one I'm going to show you. But I think it fills up less of the page. Yeah, so I think the Kobe's. That Kobe shoe that you that Kobe shoe that you drew is nasty, man. Thank you. It's nasty. Thank you. Both yeah, of them are good though. It's in person, but there's some lines on the fabric. It probably gets blurred. I'm not quite sure how clear that's coming in. Very clear. That's so crazy. And then I draw blurry too. Not everything is sharp. Like my style, let me show you one that's very enhanced just to make the point. Yeah, this gonna, I'm, so when you when you're showing them, I'm just gonna shut up and let you talk. That way people can actually see and view it. All right. <laughs> so, like for example, on this one, this whole shoe is blurry, it's not sharp. And like this part of the shoe here is blurry. And this is sharp. 
So, like, uh, it, it's, it's drawn sharp. I don't know if the camera can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the camera is poor quality or the Wi-Fi or the pixels or whatever. But um, in real life, this is real sharp. And what that does, is it makes it look more three-dimensional. It makes it like this is coming out, like this is really in the background. The truth is, just it's all just a thin sheet of paper. But to to make that perception, um, you know, that's by not drawing clear and drawing blurry and stuff. You and did so a very good job. You did a very good job on that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so the Kobe's I made like sharp here, and then over here it's like blurry because it's going away from you. And so that gives it like that 3D effect. And that's coming because of the, the camera that you chose, uh, that you used, right. right? So when I'm shooting them and I'm staging my shot and I'm like, you know, I got all my lights and all this other stuff with my cameras and, and lens and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm picking like, hey, do I want to have, when I'm shooting the shoe, do I want to have like some light on it or color or, you know, fix the lens so that not everything is in focus mm-hmm. and then you know take like maybe a few shots and and hopefully something hits right the detail that you did on that on that kobe man that that's crazy the lines that are in between that's that's nasty bro you know what helped matthew i read the mamba mentality the whole time mm-hmm. what helped is that he like he lived like that you know he was just like this this overachiever like um like really you know obsessive and and when you are that way at your craft it really you get like michael jordan's you get like lebron james you know you get curry's and uh the joker and uh, many others but it, it's 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 not so much like like skill it's more like like heart and like using your heart with your skill and work ethic too 100 percent. i would like to think it's work ethic 100 percent because 100%. To, to detail that in all of the all of the other art that you that you've shown uh, it takes a lot of time and effort and energy to do that. How long did it take you to do that, Kobe? You know, I stopped counting. I used to, I used to try to count hours. I used to try to count weeks, but when it passed like the month, you know, I was just like, all right, it takes about two to three months. And okay. when I say that, you know, on average, I work maybe like 30, 40 hours a week on my pieces. So times months. Yeah. But you got to love it. If you don't love it, like, you probably are going to be miserable. I was a little miserable doing a few areas of some sneakers. I was like, oh, this is so humdrum. It's so mundane. Like, there's no variety. It's just like the the fabric on the mags. Mm -hmm. That was just mad. When you you get to that point, say it again. And that was a commission piece. So that's why I try not to take commissions because if you don't really love it, you're not going to really enjoy it like that. Gotcha. When you, you get say- to that, when you get to that point where it starts to become where you where you're getting stuck or you're getting frustrated, do you ever just step away from it and go to something else? Um like ADD, so I'm always stepping away. It's hard okay. for me to spend like five consecutive minutes 
doing it. So I'm either organizing or checking the gram or fixing the apartment or, you know, playing a game of chess or, you know, um, something. So all, all the while I'm usually listening to music or, or podcast or, uh, you know, or, or, or reading or scripture or something, but yeah, I got to keep my mind like, okay. And, and, and I need the variety. I can't have like the same, it drives me nuts. Okay. All right. Do you have a website or anything that we need to know about? Um, I do, but I don't have it up because I'm out of prints. <laughs> yeah, but when it's when I have prints, I put roncruzart.com. And uh, that allows people. I've never sold my originals through my website. I, it's always like direct. But I got to be more about that and learn more and read more how to be a better artist. And hopefully I can be like more, more professional, not just do like dope work, but be a well-rounded artist. On the business side. On the business side. Yeah. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is my interview with the one and only Ron Cruz from Ron Cruz Art. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time out to do this interview with me. This has been awesome. I appreciate the art that you have uh, and the skill and technique that you use to create it. Uh, is there anything that you would like to say before we get off here? Anything worth doing is worth doing well. And there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, with that said, I will say this. Remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. We are done here. Thank you, Ron. All right, Matthew. Stay well, brother. Thanks yes, for this. Sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir.